This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 90 Day Fiance Wrap Up Podcast. We're here today to talk all about episode four of season four of 90 Day Fiance The Other Way. I'm very excited to be back once again to break it all down. The couples are making their moves to different parts of the world. We're seeing more of them in in person, and I'm very keen to get this going. I am, of course, your host and conductor of the Hot Mess Express. Please, Envy Keeley, ready to break it down once more. And with me today, I've got a lovely guest. It's been a minute since we've talked to her last. The last time I talked to her, I was in Canada myself. We're going to be talking to, of course, one half of the Special Forces podcast, recap podcast, which bless you for doing that. And also, hopefully, soon to be co-host of the Farmer Wants a Wife podcast that'll be pulling up when the show premieres in about a week. It's the one and only Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you doing today? Oh, wow. That that was a lovely uh, introduction. Uh, thank you. For, I, it's so funny because you're right. You were in Canada the last time we talked 90 Day Fiance together. But when you said like the last time I talked to her, I was in Canada. And I was like, wait, because I was like, I'm pretty sure the last time we talked, we were in person together. Like, not the last time we talked pod, ever. Yes. <laughs> like, but yeah, <laughs> like, so when you said the last time I talked to her, I was like, I was like, well, so I'm like, the last time we were together was, was not in Canada. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the last time we podcasted just you and I together about not the 90 day fiance uh, franchise, it was in Canada. So um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad we get to do this again. I'm very, very grateful that there is 
a season of completely new people because my main issue and my one of the parts of the trouble that I have following the franchise is I have a really hard time when I don't have the full story or where I feel like there's things I'm missing. Um, and if I haven't seen like previous um, seasons or stuff like that, like that's why I like really struggle with like keeping up with the challenge as well. Cause it's like, if I missed a few seasons, like I missed some of the storylines between like people. Plus there's just like too many freaking episodes, but um, I'm, I'm really, really happy that I can get on the ground floor with these couples and there's not like this hidden history that everyone else who's watching the show knows about that I don't. So it's a lot easier for me to get into it. Um, and like, like you and everyone else has been saying thus far, it's like, we don't have enough of a reason to hate any of these people yet, which is like good and bad, I guess. Um, I'm definitely starting to like develop my feelings on some of these people. Um, and I think that obviously like things are going to get even kookier, but it's it's been a nice uh, start so far with the with the other way. So, yeah, I feel like, you know, the other way is hands down a better show than Happily Ever After is. It feels more fresh. I feel like they give us more, you know, new views. We're not getting the same recycled eight people on. So that's always a huge plus here. And so far, I feel like all these new couples are delivering something fun, which I'm which I'm very down to talk about. I'm, I'm by fun. I don't necessarily mean. <laughs> positive fun i mean fun to fun to rag on a little bit fun to fun to talk smack about so we'll take it we'll take it where we can get it all right let's just dive right on in then let's talk about the first couple we're going to be talking about here someone who we met last week and we barely got crumbs on this week it is the story of debbie and osama or should i say debbie and julian because my god this man is on my screen way more than he needs to be for someone who's not in a couple Oh, fully agreed. I will say, um, you know, I so so I was I needed to catch up on last week's episode. Um, so I, I think I watched that either yesterday or the day before. Um, and when I was introduced to Debbie and Osama, mostly just Debbie, I was so excited because I was like, yes, because I was excited about the other couples. Uh, but I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> this is this woman is so my 24 year old boyfriend, Osama. Um, like I was so pumped for this. Uh, so I will say I feel a little robbed. You did get stiffed on we, the Debbie yeah, and Osama for sure. I really thought we were going to get more. And it looks like we finally meet Osama next week. So I'm a little I'm a little burned about that, but it's fine. Um, yeah, Julian. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Julian. Uh, I think I think that he would maybe have issues with this situation, regardless of the age uh, gap. If you I catch think, my drift, I think Osama could have been seventy-one. And Julian would have still been like, I don't know. I feel like you're getting conned. Don't go yeah. there. I feel like this is deceptive. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I think Osama the age helps his like, argument. A million businesses been like the same age as Debbie, like been sending Debbie money her like himself. And I still think that Julian would have had something to say about this. It's just the vibe I get. Um, but man, he <laughs> this, this relationship between the two of them, like I have to imagine like having Debbie as your mom is probably an experience of of uh, oh, yeah. its own. But <laughs> they have such like uh I will just put it out there and say kind of toxic relationship because we get the scene of them like driving in the car and and like, 
you know, I guess they're they were going to see the lawyer and like um, Julian's joking about like dropping her at a retirement home. (laughs) And um, so they're they're like going back and forth. And then like Debbie is like, oh, yeah, Julian says the most insulting mean things, but he does it because he loves me. I'm like, that is like if you take that out of context, that's like a very like toxic red flag kind of thing to say about someone. It's like, yeah, they're like they verbally abuse me on the regular but, you know, like he definitely does it because he loves me. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like if that was a relationship, I'd be like, uh, I don't think you should feel that way. And, you know, maybe mom and son is different. And I'm not even going to get into the milk manner of it all. Like, listen, there's a whole other podcast where I will comment on the, the weird relationships that uh, mothers have with their sons sometimes. But I just felt like, uh, you know, I think because Debbie is so eccentric that Julian has maybe gotten through his life pushing the envelope a little like much with her um, because she's she's chill like she's an artist like you know what I mean she's a kooky gal and I think that he also kind of takes advantage of that and like doesn't really have to answer to much that's just the vibe I'm getting do you get that yeah, I feel like my big takeaway from Julian is that, you know, Julian with his background in law enforcement, I feel like so far he's used to anyone that Debbie may interact with. He can throw up a little background check, a little cheeky background check, do a little mm-hmm. research on him. And he does not have that kind of reach in Morocco. And I feel like, you know, that combined with the joking about the retirement home, I feel like Julian's a little more controlling of his mom's universe and he veils it through the I'm looking out for you. Like you right. looked out for me. It's my turn, which is again all fun and well. That sounds good. But when you're, you know, essentially policing your mom's dating patterns, dating life, I don't love that. I 100 percent think that the age difference is the is the very easy thing for him to sink his teeth into him. Yeah. Like, nah, this this kid, blah, blah, blah. Because when they so the whole thing is they're driving to go to an to Debbie's attorney to you know look through the prenup and kind of convince Julian hey I'm getting this prenup that means none of this worry about me getting monetarily scammed is going to matter because he isn't going to get a cent of it and even at the office here Julian's making (laughs) Debbie's like he's 24 he's like no she's he's 12 like Julian you're an adult get it together they're they're talking about like what assets he has and he's like what does he have a skateboard and like in the moment i was like oh wow like sick burn but then we see the next time and osama's on a skateboard yeah (laughs) i was like oh wait this is actually true he does have a skateboard he does have a skateboard i thought he was just saying like he's a teenager he must have only like a skateboard (laughs) but like this man legitimately is a skateboarder um yeah the other thing about about julian um and his like you know obsession with this thing and like i get it like all of these stories the the family members are are concerned at a certain level um but this one seems very much about money and i don't know what debbie's bank accounts look like but i get the impression i mean she's 67 so she's she's had a longer life than some of these other people uh so maybe she just has more money and assets um than maybe you know like someone in their 30s might um in one of these situations or 20s but um I think he's really concerned because I got to think like he's in a will, like he's getting some sort of money uh, from from Debbie. And he's concerned that, uh, you know, 
that 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 money is going to get rooted to somebody else and not him. Um, so there's a part of it that doesn't seem so much about like protecting his mom and her like about her. I think that there's definitely a part about it where it's like, well, this is my money someday. Um, <laughs> you have to think that that's like some sort of uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a, I'm painting uh, Julian with. Uh, hey, brought a brush. If, but... if Julian's gonna play skeptical son, we are allowed to play skeptical yes. viewers. One hundred percent. I'm skeptical about <laughs> Julian's intentions, and and you know perhaps we need to go see another lawyer. I did love that the lawyer's office. Did you notice that they had like a sign? That just says like law firm, but it was like those like letter, like block letters, like <laughs> that you would you would buy from like a home goods store to like spell out live, laugh, love, like on your wall or something like that. It was like so chuggy looking. And I was like, there's yeah, made by more Ray Dunn. <laughs> there's, yeah, exactly. Like there's nothing more legitimate looking than like uh these block like wooden letters that just spell out law firm on like the wall it's like i i don't even necessarily believe that they were at a law office like this literally could have been a set that they just put like these like we'll just put law firm on the wall and like the viewers will see if it's a law firm because it says so i don't know i definitely did feel a little bit janky. The setup didn't yeah. look as professional as some of the other lawyers and law firms we've seen. Now, not to say, you know, having just done my first ever watch of Better Call Saul, there's definitely law firms and offices that do not look the way TV makes them seem. However, uh, you know, with everything we've seen here, I can we can raise our eyebrows a little bit. I'm very okay with that. Ultimately. Uh, Debbie brings up the question of, well, what if everything's going well? We're dating. Everything's nice. What if then I want to like throw him a little cash like a year down the line? And the Lord's <laughs> like, first of all, I still do not recommend amending the prenup. Keep the prenup the same. Get yeah. a joint account where you have say in it as well. And then go from there. So we'll see next week. They're going to meet up or at the very least, we are going to meet Osama. So I'm very yeah. excited for that. And then, Jenny, if you end up keeping up with this and you want to get back on to talk about these two, we'll definitely make it happen. Yeah, I might need to like ring a bell being like, I need to talk about Debbie. <laughs> we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen because unfortunately, that's all we've got for Debbie and Osama here. So we'll move on to our next couple who actually were pretty much the stars of this episode and had the most segments and the most content. And that is, of course, Jen and Rishi. Now. Last episode, Jen did arrive to India, but she was she's about six hours away from Jaipur, which is where Rishi is from and resides in. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to get ready to go to Jaipur to see Rishi. And I'm taking a six hour cab ride. And I thought six hours. My God. But then the cab driver was like, yeah, I do this trip all the time. It's like, oh, I guess it's not that big a deal, but it felt like it was going to be a big deal. So I didn't realize. I think I must have missed the part where like that that cab ride that we were witnessing um, was a six hour drive that it, I thought I don't I, I remember hearing six hours, but I just don't think my brain processed that that drive was the same taxi for six hours. And perhaps that gives me some context for some of the things that I thought was like really weird about this whole. Yeah, like taxi driver conversation where um she's like she's like oh this is my free therapy <laughs> or like this is included in the fair she was sharing like, way too much oh my gosh the she's just like talking about like oh yeah like i'm here to to, to marry um and then she's like isn't it 
isn't it crazy? Don't you think it's like crazy that like I'm moved here um, just to marry a guy? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, my gosh. You know what? You're making me realize it is crazy. I was like, this this is the moment that made you realize that there's something a little bit wild about what you're doing here. It's the man that is speaking two words to you while he drives you in India. Not your friends, not your family. None of these people and any of their concerns. All it took was you saying, do you think this is crazy? And this man saying, yeah. And you're like, hmm, maybe I should have thought about this more. I thought it was so insane. Yeah. Me thinks that she was kind of looking for that almost. The way she fed him the line, he spat it out a yeah. And she's like, oh my God, you're right. Absolutely. You're right. Um, I've never been in this situation where. I've talked so much as the passenger that the driver said, hey, can you stop? Usually it's the other round <laughs> where the driver's talking to me and I'm like, please, I've headphones. Oh, in. yes. Like, I, I don't want to talk. Like, the, the conversation's done. But no, the tables are turned and I just looked it up. It's about a four to five hour drive. Oh. Imagine agreeing the oh. fare and then having this American woman basically walk you through her life and what she's doing here. And she's also got you to mount a camera onto the cab because that's clearly a thing that's right. happening. Yeah. And you're masked up. She's not. I couldn't tell if this was a he would have liked a mask, but she just didn't. And I was oh, like, I this know. is so uncomfortable. Can we just skip to the destination? Which thankfully, after all of this, we did. So that's good. Yeah. Now I was trying to figure out like the like the COVID situation, like at what point this was being filmed. Because so this like, is two years after oh. because they were not able to see each other right so this is kind of right. like probably so like, let's say a year ago covid but like definitely and it, i obviously it depends on the country too because like covid regulations and stuff like that differs but like mm -hmm. i know that in some places like you don't need a mask in airports anymore and i think in every airport we've seen like everyone's masked so i feel like it had to have been like close enough to when yeah. it started to reopen um but yeah yeah he's he's wearing like a face covering and she's just like she's just dabbing in the back seat and like listen i i like to talk but i also can read a room <laughs> and uh like does this woman not own air like airbuds okay first of all <laughs> i'm just letting Great you movie. in on what i call my <laughs> airpods you call them airbuds? I call them airbuds, like like the golden receiver. Oh my god. All right. Well, learned a new um, thing about you today. Yeah, listen, we're here to learn about me, aren't we? Um, but <laughs> yeah, so like can she just not put on a podcast, some music? Like, like I'm sure that this man is like, please stop regaling me with your tale of you. Like you random white American woman coming to marry a guy from India and asking me if it's crazy. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, like, can we just let's just listen to some music. How about that? Like, yeah. Would you like the ox chord? Maybe. Okay, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Please. That would yeah. shut her up, right? <laughs> I highly doubt it. She'd be like, all right, here's here's the voice notes I've been sending Rishi for the last two years. And then that's what they're <laughs> listening to on the drive. Yeah. Oh, God. She okay. well, like this poor woman, like she's moving here. I, I assume she doesn't know a single other person in in this country except no. for him. So she's probably like, I need to make a friend. <laughs> I choose you. You're the first person that's talked to me. <laughs> you have to. You're trapped in a car with me for five hours. Sounds like we have time to be friends. Oh, no. <laughs> so meanwhile, in Jaipur, we do see Rishi. Now, Rishi, we know, has not told his family that, hey, first of all, 
someone named Jen. She's coming here and we're engaged and I'm going to marry her. He's not saying any of that. Instead, it's the morning. He's having breakfast and then he tells his mom he's going to the gym. But actually, he's going to go to the apartment that he's got for Jen and then go pick her up. And he's yeah, feeling he super planning, guilty. He was planning for a different workout, I think, is, is what was actually Oh, he definitely here. wanted that, that yeah, cardio. He was, and, and he was he, ready. <laughs> the gym was closed on that day. Yeah, Jen said, this is not a 24-hour gym. You have to wait. We're not <laughs> open at this time. Uh, yeah. Um, and it you can tell that this, like, so Rishi says this, like, a few times throughout the episode where he's like, oh, I started my day off on a lie. Like, it really you can tell it it really eats him up that he's lying about this because even just the fact that he told his mom that he was going to the gym and that's not where he went um it seemed to really bother him because he's like it set me off on a bad course for the day i started the day with a lie um it seems that and his mom was talking about like uh bringing over um someone that they want him to meet for um an arranged marriage so like that's still very much a thing um where you know it wasn't clear to me in the previous episodes that for sure he hadn't told them like i knew that they didn't know that he was um engaged to jen or that he was in a relationship with jen at all but and we're gonna see more of this in the next episode i think but like jen was at least under the understanding or the assumption that Rishi had at least told his family that he did not want an arranged marriage and he wanted a love marriage. And it becomes pretty evident in these early scenes that that can't possibly be true because if he's you know, genocide, uh, like if Rishi has told his family that he doesn't want an arranged marriage and that he wants to pick his own person that he has an emotional connection with, um, they would not be showing him phones uh, and being like, these people are coming over to meet you. Uh, this would not be happening. So we're, we're getting the early indication of, of some of the like lies, either blatant lies or lies of omission that are going on on both of their ends here. Yeah, I feel like so the way my takeaway here is that uh, Rishi, uh, Jen later in the episode does imply that before when she had asked him about the arranged marriage side of things he said he had said that he told his family that he would does not want an arranged marriage he wants a love marriage and they accepted and now even hearing a hint of that potentially changing means that he either lied then or he lied now right. now i definitely can speak to not the arranged marriage side of things but to the uh, some of the patterns that i may notice on parents where you'll tell them hey I'm happy with blank. Blank yeah. is great. This is good. Everything's good. They're like, oh, good. I'm happy for you. And then two months later, they're like, is that good for you? Is that, is maybe, that a thing? maybe you've changed your mind? Yeah, they fully change <laughs> yeah. their mind or they'll say it's great. And then they truly don't mean it. Now, mm -hmm. he is omitting this from her, which I don't think is, is a good look, especially because she thought it was all said and done. And uh, we do get to learn a little bit more about that, because like we said, they're going to meet up. He's going to pick her. She's going to arrive. He's set out a nice I love you on the on the bed with the flowers, yeah. which was a nice so touch. I will say he got an apartment for her to live in while like 
indefinitely. I have no idea mm-hmm. what the, the point is of this apartment where she stays and then he like comes and sees her at the apartment, but he still lives with his family. So she like comes and sees the apartment. It's a lot more than she expected. And yeah, the little I heart you in rose petals. She was like, oh my gosh. She was she very was impressed. Feeling it. She was, she said he's not really a romantic type. So she really appreciated yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice on Rishi. Although uh, we do find out the next morning that Rishi did not buy towels, a blanket, a heater, toilet paper, <laughs> toilet nothing. paper. Like, tell me, like, how does this? Did he think that she was gonna wipe with rose petals? I don't understand. Everyone poops, Rishi. Everyone yeah. poops, and and you can't use the reason of I did. I wanted to make sure, like, you're here so you can give your opinion on what you like. Even single ply would have worked here. <laughs> you think that Rishi is one of those men that's like, girls don't poop imagine imagine trying to be with that mentality or he's like i, I can't buy it because then i have to envision it and blah 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 like, all uh, right i know i can't go there she'll, she'll you just cannot get, have that facial can, hair and be this way you, you can use the, you can use the rose petals look how many of them there are it's all it's natural you'd be into that wouldn't you <laughs> Stupid it's like being out in nature <laughs> I feel like that's an infection waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't love that. No. It's not a good sign. Um so then they do hang out that night uh before she wakes up and says you didn't give me any of this. They do hang out that night cuz you know she, Yeah, she's like get some adult beverages like I'm on it. And then they're drinking and she says Hey, I kind of want to take it slow. I want us to get re-familiar because when she was uh, traveling there, she said, I'm worried. What if, you know, it's been two years. What if I'm not attracted to him anymore? He's not attracted to me. Something's off. The physical chemistry is not there. And, you know, having been on a journey to go see your long distance partner and you're like, I hope, I hope it's, it's going to work. So yeah. that I understand. I understand yeah. this whole wanting to get re-familiar with each other from her side. That's good. She does say that she's worried that the first of all, she says that her friends and family being skeptical has infiltrated her mind. And then she also said that great sex can cloud your judgment. Look, any sex can cloud your judgment. If it was bad <laughs> sex, it's going to cloud your that's judgment. A, that's a good point. But she does like she does have a point there. Um, but this is maybe not the thing that you should be saying when you've already uprooted your life. To, you're engaged like, <laughs> and you, you moved. You're engaged and have moved to a different country. Like you, this isn't the point where you're like, maybe I shouldn't have sex with this person because I'm not, I'm not sure about something here. And that could cloud my judgment. It's like, lady, these, these are like conversations you should have had with yourself months, years ago at this point. <laughs> like what? Um, yeah, it, this is this is very interesting from Jen. It's like it's clear that there's something like they've gone to her somehow, even though she kind of says on numerous occasions where she like it's almost like she's trying to convince herself. I think it sounds to me based on like what we've learned about Jen um, in previous episodes that like she's had jealous tendencies in the past and it's probably caused her problems in previous relationships. And it sounds like, you know, she, in other relationships, maybe she had reason to be jealous um, and have these problems. So she's she's got like a history of this. But she I think that she's trying really hard to not be that person in this relationship. But she's resi- like she's having some like resistance here. And then it doesn't help that her friends are like 
literally feeding into this like so majorly um so when she's saying like you know what i completely trust him i i'm i'm gonna trust now i don't think he did anything wrong it does sort of seem like she's trying to like convince herself and that there's also a voice of her own in her ear being like hmm yeah i definitely feel the hesitate the hesitation from her there i will say i don't love using the saying that i feel like is completely outdated of uh why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? I was like, that is what? Yeah. Why? Why? When I saw that, like in the preview before it actually happened in the show, I was like, oh no. <laughs> Not Jen, this. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, and and like rightfully, Rishi's like, um because because it's not just like she was saying okay well i don't want to be intimate tonight like we just like we haven't seen each other in two years like you know um i just got here like let's maybe like you know spend some time together and like build up to it but she goes like which i can totally understand it's like maybe on the first night you're there uh that's not what you want to do with your time um Mm -hmm. and you want to like work on the emotional connection in person again for the next like the first few days or whatever but like she jumps to um what do you think about waiting till marriage for sex and rishi understandably is like uh well when we met two years ago we were already intimate like what's the difference now (laughs) um and yeah so she's she's trying to justify like this is a red flag to be you're already engaged and he's she's like yeah well you know what if you get too comfortable and like you think that we don't need to get married because you're getting sex from me it's just like you're literally telling him that you are trying to hold something over him so that he will agree to get married to you. Like, do you not see what's wrong with that? Like, that is not a good thing. Yeah. And she's being blatant about it. Like, oh, she's not hiding this. She no. is not hiding this whatsoever. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, I didn't, you know, I don't think this was the move, but I also can see that, you know, she does mention she only has a visa good for four months. Mm-hmm. And if I'm living here and we are engaged and we're just having the good sex and, you know, maybe, maybe she watched 90 day before me. She's like, I don't want to get sumited. I don't want to get mm-hmm. sumited where Sumit's like, all right, well, you're here. Let's just hang out and like do this secret thing. Because I will say, imagine moving your whole life and then your fiance has curfews and keeps looking at his watch to try and yeah. leave early. Your secret for yeah. like ever. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't want to be hidden from the world like I'm some troll or Rapunzel or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, no. I mean, listen, I like, I, I shouldn't be speaking on this in the first place because I like, but I would certainly not be moving um to another country um to stay like indefinitely even though her visa is only good for four months um knowing that like you're still going to be a secret like i would understand if you're still in the part where you're coming to visit each other and whatnot like that's one thing but it's like I think that this should have probably been sorted out before like the point where you're actually moving to be there. Uh, but what, yeah. what do I well, know? I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused about Jen because given that she agreed to move there, knowing these circumstances to me, 
it's clear that he had said what the plans were and she was like yeah. that's cool but within 24 hours of being there she's not okay with it i don't yeah, think she fully thought it through yeah we're definitely getting like this uh you know she she wakes up like after her first cold sleep there and she's just like oh I've made a grave mistake. Yeah. Um, and it's it it starts coming out immediately in all of their interactions and, and conversations. It's like you had to have been having these conversations prior to this, right? Or have you spent two years just talking to each other, being like, I miss you. I miss you too. I can't wait till I'm there. Like again, this is like the moral of the story with like everything in 90 Day Fiance. It's like, did you not talk about this? What do you yeah. guys talk about? <laughs> what happened in the middle of all the voice notes tell us okay yeah so so that's where she's at mentally but then it gets further pushed because they've somehow gotten an arrangement for her to meet his family but they're gonna lie and say that she's just a friend which i don't know if i love this (laughs) yeah just Um, introduces a friend for now and then they go uh, shopping for you know some traditional outfits for her and she's shown a couple pieces one of them she's like if you were she's asking the tailor if you were told that this is for someone who's meeting someone and there's not a lot of commitment there it's just a casual thing is this not too much like you know what it is too much we'll tone it yes down. then they gave the her validation a, from the the shop man like that the the fashion guy yeah she was like <laughs> yeah no i hear you let's switch He's like, it yeah up. this is a little much yeah so then they switch it up and then in the switch up, she still doesn't love what she's got. And then the conversation ends up, like we said earlier, we get the conversation where it is revealed that, oops, uh, potentially his family are still looking for arranged marriage because she keeps asking him, well, what happens if they find out that I'm your fiance? What happened? He's like, I don't know. They might just lock me at home. She's like, That's re- absurd. That's not a thing. So like, yeah. And they might, you know, try and find uh an arranged marriage for me. She's like, what? An arranged marriage? An arranged you, already you know what? About this? <laughs> I'm leaving. Bye. I'm gone. This is not yeah. cool. It's like, Jen, how did you not know this? This yeah. is so obvious to everyone. Yeah, Jen went from like zero to one hundred, I feel, mm-hmm. um, with stuff that like should have been obvious or at least like things that she thought as like a potential issue up until this point it's like she got into that cab and she was like oh wait i am making a mistake and yeah. she's just spending like <laughs> the next few days like just fixating on all of the the red flags suddenly um but yeah she sh- her patience like kind of like and here's the thing i kind of understand what she was saying about like well why are you acting like it's important that i'm like basically dressed so like you know impressively and like as if you were presenting someone you are marrying but then you're not you're telling me that the pretense here is it's gonna be very casual we're starting like we're we're baby stepping it here like they're just i'm just introducing a friend like why you're acting like this is a bigger deal and you're telling me it isn't so i kind of understand where she's coming from where it's a bit confusing where she's like are are we moving faster or are we not um mm-hmm. and it it kind of sucks because like like rishi's responses are kind of like well like i have no control over this and they might keep me captive and she's like what <laughs> like what is going on here but she's also like 
exercising no patience where like he's like i i don't want to be the bad guy and she's like well you're being kind of an asshole right now i'm like oh my god not yeah. in front of the fabric like the the man <laughs> is trying to show you like some nice outfits here and you're just like publicly fighting and calling him an asshole in front of him like oh my god yeah it escalated yeah. very quickly to me yeah. as well i feel like again it's been a day uh, you can have these conversations and not have them be immediate ultimatums. But that's pretty much where we are left with them. Is that she didn't sleep well and she might not have pooped. So <laughs> you know, you're not <laughs> yourself when you haven't like... slept, pooped, ate, all the so, above. <laughs> I, maybe I'm a little bit more understanding now. <laughs> like she's just having a rough day. <laughs> yeah, it's not been a great day. I mean, no. also, we haven't talked about the fact that he brought her a heater and some stuff. And then yeah. also... But first, yoga mats, because I want us to do partner yoga. And I, th- yeah. I thought maybe, oh, maybe she's like a yogi and he's being thoughtful. No, he's the yogi and he's making her do yoga despite her saying, I didn't have the best to sleep and I traveled across the world to be here. I was like, all right, Rishi, you're being selfish, dude. You just I think are being that selfish. She, I think that she does yoga, but like, I, and I, it seems to me like they've bonded over this or something that they've been talking about doing something together. But like the very fact that like, he's like, all right, go to the roof. Like, I want to show you this pose. And she's (laughs) like, Oh my God. Maybe not yet. Maybe I'm not there yet. So let me have a bowel movement, please. Please. So we'll (laughs) see where we go with them on the next time on. We do see that she finds out that, yeah, arranged marriages have been talked about. So I expect us to have more of a fight with these two. It's only getting started here with them. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about our lovely couple, Isabel and Gabe. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Jenny. It's time to talk about our favorite couple on the show, Isabel and Gabe. Gabe has finally arrived, and that reunion with oh Isabel and the kids was magical. It was so cute. Like, this is the first time I've ever watched a show in this franchise where I've been like, actually, like, oh my God, I love this. Like, you don't I, get a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it's very, it's very limited. Uh, yeah, this reunion was so, so cute because like everyone was excited. Like everyone was at 100 in, in excitement. And it's so nice to, um, have a couple where they're like, you know, family in, in least like, you know, Isabel's kids are very much on board and happy, like about this relationship. And, um, it's really nice to see um, like the kids be supportive and you kind of get the impression like this is probably the first time that like her children have seen her truly happy because like from what we've heard from Isabel about her prior relationships like they've not been good so I think it's probably like and Gabe is incredible like he's so he's such literally everything that Isabel says about him is on point like he is so full of joy like he has such an infectious like personality so I totally understand like why his family has taken to like to him so much um and we hear that like it sounds like he actually has a pretty good relationship with the parents as well despite the fact that they still don't know that he's trans so obviously we're gonna get to that but like oh my god the airport reunion was incredible like the kids were like jumping on him like this mm-hmm. made me so happy and i'm not a kids person uh but i love this couple and uh i really think that you know like like you and everyone have said so far that the the real drama here is going to have nothing to do with these two it seems like they're very much on like mostly on the same page about a lot of things um there might be a little bit of differences in terms of like it kind of sounds to me like Isabel's being like, maybe we just never tell them that you're trans. Like they'll never know and it'll be fine. And it's really important to Gabe that he's honest, um, especially if he's going to ask Isabel to marry him. So um, that's like the only thing that, I, I mean, I guess it's a pretty big thing, but it also seems like Isabel is very supportive of whatever Gabe wants to do. I think she's just like a little nervous about it, but like these two definitely have such a good connection and it seems like the communication for the most part is like very good between them which none of these other couples have so like easily the best couple in the game like without a doubt i'm so happy yeah everything is on point with these two uh there was a reveal of the new tattoo that gabe has with isabel's name isabel loved it and the extra reveal of the old ex's name has been removed or hidden so that was I don't know if I'd be that excited about that. I'd be like, I almost just don't want to acknowledge the fact that like you also had to get another person's name off of you. It's like they must have <laughs> that must have been a discussion they've had of like, yeah, yeah. if you were Maybe also this, get rid of this, I, I wouldn't be yeah. mad at you for it. I'd be okay this with isn't that. Santa's list. You're not just adding names, not crossing <laughs> any off. <laughs> yeah, and and I did love getting the deeper description that. Gabe is good with both of the children because we knew from the last episode that him and Sarah, the daughter had gotten, you know, along pretty well. And Sarah Mm -hmm. liked him a lot. And we found out that him and Miguel, like they have a good relationship too. And like, they're kind of like two friends. So their immediate family, the four of them vibe really well. He vibes well with the parents as well. The big, big drama with them is going to be when they inevitably sit down with her parents, because that's the big unknown. Even the way Isabel keeps saying, you know, maybe if if he doesn't say anything, that's not such a bad idea, tells me that there's some worry here. And if the parents did have a problem, we might see some turmoil here with these two. I really hope it doesn't get to that. We'll see. One other thing with this couple that we did see is that uh, 
She took him out to try chunchuria, which is cow intestine, but did not yes. tell him until after Gabe had a couple bites first. <laughs> Gabe was like, is this You're a, a texture worm? person, right? <laughs> yeah, I Jenny? am. Yeah. So is um, this a texture you would like or not like? Well, I mean, I've never encountered cow intestine, so I don't, I, but from everything that Gabe was saying about it, he made it sound pretty like, like he said it was like a worm and that it was wiggly on his tongue. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, probably not like top of my list and something that I would have. Um, but I don't know. I think I would probably try it if like, I don't think I'd be upset if I ate it. And then like someone was like, that's cow intestine. <laughs> but eh. So it probably wouldn't be like the top of my list. It's like I just got here. Let, let, like, let's yeah. go have some food that I haven't had in a while that I actually would like enjoy. Right. It almost just seemed like she was like wanting to prank him. Like it's not like she was like, this is the best ever. And like, you're going to love it. It was like um, she knew that that Gabe would have a reaction. and was like, I yeah. want to be here for the reaction. Let's do yeah. that. <laughs> but it's cute because it, like it shows off like the fun vibe that they have together that like mm -hmm. not everything is so serious and that like, you know they they kind of poke at each other and yeah i i really enjoy that i think that they have a really good vibe um the energy is very good i agree so. with that and i'm looking forward and rooting for them all the way through please. uh in they the next something time, to be happy about <laughs> please and thank you well unhappy news they are not on the next time on meaning we're probably no. not going to see them they might get the old bye week next week but that's fine. It could be. I think that's almost know. a good sign, though, that it's just like there's not enough drama with them yes. consistently that they can be on every episode. So that's probably a good sign. I think so, too. I like that. I like that. I like that outlook on it. Jenny. Yeah, that's great. Well, listen, I'm a glass uh, half full kind of gal. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's go into a maybe this is a relationship being seen from a glass half full perspective in Jamie and Chris, who shared a great night. Uh, Jamie yeah. said the sex was perfect. So hooray. We love amazing. when you meet for the first time and the sex hits. We're Jamie happy. did the snaps. She was like, the sex was amazing. Like she was snapping. So, you know, is that, a, is that really a thing good. that happens? Have you ever snapped after <laughs> relations and we're like, you know what? No. On no. point. I don't think anyone's <laughs> done that in the history of humanity. I mean, maybe, well, I won't say no one, but <laughs> that's well, how I you know, know like, someone who has. Well, like, I don't know what a lot of people are doing after relations. <laughs> oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. I also do not know a lot. I will say, though, I was dying. So, like, we get the scene of them, like, cuddling in the bed in the morning after their lovely night together. Um, and, like, the titty pillows are just, like, on the shelf now. <laughs> Like, did you notice that they like just put them off to the side? <laughs> yeah, what did you think? They were, they were going to be on the bed still? Well, no, but it was just so funny that they still made sure that they were in frame. <laughs> like, they have don't forget about these. Like, yeah. we spent money on them. <laughs> <laughs> Put these front and center. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. We're happy. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris and Jamie, and the reason I started them off by saying, you know, maybe glass half full outlook here is because there's very clearly, this is our couple this season who have literally met for the first time in person now, whereas the other mm -hmm. couples for the most part have met first, then gone back to America, then said, you know what? No, I'm going to move back. So yeah. they have met for the first time. So far, physical attraction, their uh, physical chemistry, their tick, tick, perfect. Now, we do have a little bit of conversation about money management and everything because the apartment they ended up getting was $100 over the budget that... Chris had pointed out, Jamie said that she wanted to get this because she knew she would love it. And that's why she didn't say anything. 
but then also said, I'll go back to work if I have to. Like, we'll make it work. So Jamie's very positive, which I love. Uh, we find out Chris is allergic to mint and the airport took away her toothpaste. So she has to get new toothpaste. So they go out to get toothpaste. And then while they're at the pharmacy, we learn a little bit more about Chris. So Chris ended up in a car accident, which uh, caused her. Did she break her, her neck? neck? I think. She broke, yeah. yeah, she said she broke her neck. And then she was on the drive back from the hospital after that treatment and got rear-ended, which made things worse. I was like, this is the most unlucky person of all time. What the is last going two times on in Alabama? In yeah. <laughs> At that point, I'm walking home. I, like, you know what? I give up. Yeah, I'm never getting done. in a car again. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bicycle boy now. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, give me Osama skateboard. I'm finding a new way to transportation. Like, that, this yeah, is not we're a doing lot. the kick push. Um, yeah, th- that is an, like, absolute crazy story that you are in the hospital after breaking your neck in a car accident and get rear-ended on the drive home seven days later and then exacerbate the injury so it sounds like she's had chronic pain for 21 years and she's getting closer to need some sort of surgery and she kind of just drops the surgery thing um and jamie's like what and so it's this surgery where, you know, she would have like metal bars around her head, um, like keeping her it's like head a brace. And then they got to like yeah. put two screws in the head to hold the metal bar up for a year, a year, an entire That's year. Steep. Like That's I, I've never heard procedure. of. Yeah, I've never heard of anything. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And it would cost 100K. Like, oh, and my gosh. For me. It was just the shock of. Yeah. So I'm basically going to put it off until I absolutely have to. Like, mm-hmm. that's like that's not maybe the right call here. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's like ugh, chronic pain is so is so tricky because, you know, she's clearly found, you know, day to day things um, or that she can take or do to help cope with it. Um, I also kind of understand the idea of like wanting to push off something that's like a pretty major thing, like um having something impact you for a year like that is pretty major it's not just like oh i'm gonna have like you know recovery for like a few months or like i'm gonna have to take a few weeks off work or something like that like surgery anxiety is like a thing in the first place which i get um i do kind of see where she's coming from where it's like yeah i have to figure out when in my life i'm willing to like change my life for a year where I can't move my head whatsoever and I'm basically wearing like you know a metal like space helmet uh that's a pretty major thing that you have to figure out when the right time is for so I kind of understand putting it off but you're right like these kinds of injuries or problems are things that are only going to get worse the longer you wait so Mm -hmm. she's probably paying for it in some other way um and maybe possibly extending the time of recovery what i don't love is that like and maybe this is just like all the editing can do but like i feel like they're framing like the only issues that jamie and chris are gonna have are like chris's health problems which like i personally think are the kinds of things that like if you truly love someone and you want to spend your life with them these things you figure out together mm-hmm. and i just feel like they're the kinds of things that you figure out together and aren't necessarily supposed to be deal breakers um the way that like 
we fight about the same thing over and over again. Like we don't have good communication or like we have extremely like different goals for the future or like where we want to live and how we want to spend our life. Like those sorts of things I understand to be a lot like harder things to, to work through. Um, but I sort of feel like, oh, she has narcolepsy and like might have to have a surgery like these being presented. Oh, and suddenly we're just finding out she's allergic to mint. And like maybe Jamie doesn't have a, a real issue with any of these things. And she's just like, oh, I'm just learning about this. And they're just editing it that way. But I feel like if you are wanting to marry someone like if you find out they have cancer the next day, like you're not going to be like, oh, well, I didn't sign up for this. Right. Um, you're not going to just be like, ah, I forgot I have something at home I need to check on. Right. I'll see you later. I agree with that. My, I so, think, the, yeah. and I agree with what you're saying is that it's, it looks like the overarching problems are all coming from Chris's side and they're mostly to do with Chris's health and maybe partially the monetary stuff that they hinted at this right. episode. Yeah. I think the bigger issue potentially, if it is going to be framed from, Chris's health perspective is more so that Chris was not open with Jamie about this you know if this is the first time Jamie's hearing about this that is pretty surprising to me because it sounds like it's like pretty damn serious right so from that side I'm like yeah I I see that as a bit of a problem but I agree with you that is not going to be something that's going to be a deal breaker unless it's something that you know, is someone you've been dating for a long time and they've withheld it. And now you feel like, why were you not being honest with me? Yes. I think that that's, you're right. That that's like the bigger problem is like, you're you like, this is a pretty major thing in your life. And why wouldn't you have ever told me about this? Um, Because that hits at like some of the other issues that like they've talked about earlier on in the relationship, which I have to imagine is going to come up. Like we're going to hear about this girl from Texas again at some point. You know what I mean? This is definitely coming up at some point. Let her settle her stuff in. And then, you know, within a week, we're going to find out about that for sure. (laughs) It's starting with mint, (laughs) the mint allergy. And we're moving. We're going to work our way up to the lady from Texas. Yeah. And then in the next time. where Chris went. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see. Next time on. Chris is going to go knife shopping because she always has a weapon on her no matter what. And Jamie's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I think that like the the theme that they're trying to give us with these two is like Chris is very eccentric and has like a lot of like quirks and like issues and things. And Jamie's and Jamie, learning about it at the same like, time as what? us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's very much the vibe we're getting here where it's like Jamie's like, I love her. And then she's also like, this woman is absolutely batshit. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love lo- her. I think. I, I love her. All right, honey. Switchblade time. Yeah. <laughs> what? What is happening? Switchblade. Yeah, that's really where we're going here with them. Yeah. So we'll see how they do next week, which brings us to one oh, more break boy. before we dive into and yet yeah, brace for impact. It's time yeah, for some Mahmoud and Nicole. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, Mahmoud and Nicole time, Jenny. Yay! Wow. So much joy. What a great positive thing to talk about. Oh my God. This... Watching this couple stresses me out. Like, I think Same. that if I, I think I may need to get a blood pressure monitor um, to pay attention to my blood pressure during uh, this whole relationship. Basically, Yeah, it's not good. And, and you know what, <sighs> audience, let us tell you what's been going on with them in case you've not been watching. Uh, so Nicole has arrived back in Egypt now. And we saw them meet at the airport last episode. Mm-hmm. And then right as the episode ended, Mahmoud said, hey, like, can you button up, like do this button up or whatever? And Nicole was very upset that immediately like, on with the clothes already. Yeah. Immediately this is happening. And then we literally pick up where we left off. And Nicole's talking about how she is part happy to be back in Egypt because she's back with her husband. But she's also part annoyed because he's complained about her clothes already and that she's already mad at Mahmoud, but would like to keep the peace. So she's not going to say anything. Which she says she's not going to say anything, but like, how long did that last? Like two seconds? Yeah, it (laughs) It very much seemed like she was saying things. Um, (laughs) This woman is not happy uh, with anything about the situation and she can't hide it. Um, And I don't know. I, at no point have I understood what she is hoping to gain or figure out. Like the one way ticket of it all makes zero sense to me. I understand she can get a ticket home at any point while she's there. But like, I, I truly just didn't understand what she thought was going to be different this time when the issues that they have are so deeply rooted and don't seem like the kind of things that you can talk through at least the way that they both independently feel about them. Like Mahmoud is like very much like, this is how I feel about my religion. And this is what I want like my life to look like, like, you know, I can't leave my family. And, um, you know, he's, he's very like concerned about living the, the way that he wants to in Egypt. And she has blatantly said on many occasions, I don't like life in Egypt. I clothes are very important to me and I want to express myself that way. And I don't like being told what I have to do. Like these are two very diverging stances on things. And I just, they both seem to think that the other one is just going to get over it. Um, I yeah. don't understand how that happens. Yeah. Like on multiple occasions in this episode, Nicole says, well, seems like all the problems I left with Egypt are still here. I was like, what did you think they were going to grow legs and leave? Like Egypt's staying the same. Like that's not going to yeah. change. Your husband's stance isn't going to change. I was just frustrated this whole episode, honestly, because. Like, did she think that, you know, while she was gone, that Mahmoud was going to like just change his mind and be like, yes. yeah, I know what? Next time you come wherever the hell you want. Like I like- thought, I think her thought was when Mahmoud comes back, uh, when I come back, Mahmoud's going to be so happy I'm back. 
that he'll do, mm-hmm. he will not care about A, B, C, D, as long as we're together. That's all that matters. Yeah. And I don't think she's quite realized it. And I actually appreciated TLC for showing us this. When Mahmoud had the confessional talking about the clothes specifically, is like, you know, in yes. my religion, like it, it's, uh, you know, for the woman, it's important to like, you know, dress conservatively. But even if I take my religion out of it, this is what I've grown up with. This is what I'm used to. And this is what I want. So to make yeah, it clear I that, appreciate you know, that too, yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, Mahmoud's a conservative guy. He doesn't want, you know, other people looking at his partner. Okay. That's his, that's his, you know, feeling. That's his take. I respect that. And I would, again, be feeling okay with Nicole if Nicole hadn't agreed to this already, because she, that gets brought yeah. up where Mahmoud's like, you said when, you know, you said you would, when we get married, you're fine with dressing this way, you're fine with the hijab. And she's like, yeah, but I didn't, you know, I hadn't experienced it. How are you going to have someone who didn't experience it agree with that? I was like, well, you, yeah. why did you agree then? Because you're saying, oh, it's your fault because I never tried it. But you also said yes, which again, I'm with you, Jenny, 100%. This just, relationship needs to not be the, be a thing. It just doesn't. It's really sad because it's like, obviously there is something like, you know, it, I get the impression from Nicole that she's not necessarily the kind of person that uh, just uproots their life uh, for anyone. And it doesn't seem like she's done this before in her life. Um, mm-hmm. So there's obviously something like there's something between them um, and they they have some sort of emotional connection. But this is the perfect example of like feelings and emotions and whatever kind of emotional connection is not always enough. Um, And it as much as this, it frustrates me. It also is kind of a little bit sad because you're watching two people where like when you see them like happy together, like or like excited to see each other and like, you know, and he's like calling her honey bunny and like they obviously have like this like affection for each other but there are just so many things that you cannot possibly imagine ever working like this this woman is like uh 2011 tumblr jumped off your page like this woman loves fashion she loves expressing herself through clothing um and she also is very like you know, she seems pretty strong-willed. She seems pretty independent. Um, yeah, and she lived alone for like the last 10 years yeah. and she's introverted. Like this is someone who's figured out what works for them and has been doing that. And she's taking on every change in every aspect in yeah. introverted. Now you're living with a full family and, and neighbors who are also family and extended family. And it's going to be loud all the time. And there's going to be guests all the time. Oh, you lived alone. That's not the case anymore. You dressed A, B, C, D. That's not the case anymore. Um, Everything seems completely counter to the life that it appears she was living before. And that she wants. That she, it seemed like she wasn't unhappy with. Although there's something about Nicole that like, is she ever happy? This maybe sounds a little bit mean, but there's like something about her where like, I don't ever get any sense of joy. Um. I, I think don't know. Do you I know get what I'm saying? Vibe. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I get the, this the vibe I get where it's like, if <laughs> she just have sad face. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, because like, for example, I'm someone, I'm a very content person in right. that, you know, and, and maybe you could chalk it up to I lack ambition. I definitely did for a long time. I'm no longer like that. I got, Ooh, like, yeah. I got I was some say, ambition. What are you talking about? I got, I got ambition now. I got my stream. I got my, my content creation and I'm very excited to see where I can take it. Thank you. Thank you. 
I did not used to you're, be this way for inspiring. a long time though. And that, and that's the big thing for me. Um, whereas, but you know, I'm happy with my home. I'm happy with my relationship and none of that feels like it's like, okay, how do we, let me, let me marinate for a second. Okay. I got it. Okay. Okay. So you know how if you're playing a video game and you max out a stat, right? It's like, oh, I got right. 99 stamina now. I got 99 this. Some people, when they max out bars A, B, C, D, they're like, oh my God, okay, this is boring now. I What am right. I going to do? And I feel like with Nicole, I get the feeling that once she maxes out like two bars, she's like, no, I want to I want to have the struggle a little bit. I want to play the, the game over right. like a different game. And she picks up a new game. And I'm using the game analogy because it works for me. Not that I'm calling her life a game or what she's doing playing. I'm not doing that. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like, you know, she was like, all right, I found myself a husband. I love him. He loves me. And I'm going to do ABCD. It's a new challenge. Let's do it. And then she was like, no, this is a lot harder than I thought. I don't like this. Because the reason why they're living with his family is because the last time she came to Egypt, that he got they she wanted an apartment they got an apartment after two months she was like i'm leaving i'm going back home and left so he's like yeah. well i'm not gonna do that I'm again go get so, another apartment yeah we're gonna slow again. this and and yeah. obviously she's already wants to get an apartment which he's not gonna do because he's now been spooked and that has happened so yeah. i hear so it's like saying. how is she gonna warm up to this lifestyle as well when yeah. she's living like the most extreme version of it like where you know she's living in the family home where everyone is and they're all like living the lifestyle that she's kind of resisting mm-hmm. so it's like yeah you're you're basically like immersing yourself to like the most you know intense way of the lifestyle that you've blatantly said that you don't want um and expecting that you might just come around to it I'm really just trying to figure out how much of it, because a lot of it is, is the clothing thing. That's what we hear a lot about. That's the one she keeps like not combating, but trying to like, that's like the trigger point for her. Yeah. She's trying to get that changed. Right. She, even when, when he was like, I really don't want to fight about clothes. She's like, well, you could just say it's not a big deal. And then the fight's over. It Mm -hmm. sounds like that's the one where if she can get that, maybe things will get better for her is what yeah. I'm getting, the vibe I'm getting from her. However, yeah. I think all of us, and I think the frustration that any guest I have on the pod is going to bring up and any viewer is is thinking is, you're clearly not happy with yeah. this. You're not going to be happy living in Egypt. You're not going to be happy living the the life of a wife of an Egyptian man in a conservative house when you're meeting mm-hmm. the sister-in-law who has, and she's who, like, I don't have friends. My yeah, family like, is my friend. I have yeah. family, and and you know, um, she saw she seems okay with it. Fatma seems like she's completely fine with it. Yeah. Um, Fatma being, of course, uh, oh. Mahmoud's brother's wife. Yeah, and she was so sweet. She's like, you and I can go shopping, shopping together. together. Yeah, we're. I know, we and I was like, but I, but also like, there are parts of me that I relate to to Nicole in that, like, you know, I lived alone independently for many years. Mm-hmm. I am very much a social person. I like having friends. I like going out for drinks. Like, I, agree. I certainly could not move to Egypt and, you know, convert to Islam and like live in a conservative household. I know myself um, mm-hmm. and know that like what, you know, the lifestyle I live. And it seems like you're 38. Like, have you not 
done enough soul searching and knowing yourself to know what you want out of it life. Like, feels like it was impulsive. Jenny, I feel like she was so on vacation impulsive. in Egypt. She's it like, was the last so day. Yeah, like, last day on her trip. She's got this like fairy tale story of I looked across the fabric store and I my eyes met this big man. brown eyes. Yeah. And I, I you know, it was like smelling a pie on the windowsill. I got lifted <laughs> off my feet. Not a pie. I don't know. <laughs> Is that a reference still? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even like pie like that. Me laugh. <laughs> she just smells the pie. Yeah, no, it's and also she's like made a few comments where she's like he's just like you know he's just like a happy like warm person like he's not like a tortured artist like poet type so she's like clearly like dated the like a similar type of person over and over again and there's something you know about Mahmoud that is like very different from the people that she's been with and that's what you know she loves but it's like you don't have to like it's it's not just that simple as like the first person that you start, you know, that you meet that shows you something different. You're like, oh, well, okay, logically, uh, all of these other things don't really line up, but like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It just, there's just something I just don't really understand about what she thought her life was going to look like there. And I don't understand how they got to marriage. Although it did seem like it happened very quickly. Very impulsively, um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we were at somebody else's wedding and then suddenly we were married. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, it really makes me sad because I cannot see a single way that this ever works. Ever, ever, ever. These two, and I think, obviously, these two love each other. I don't think either of these people are like, have like, you know, ulterior motives you know what i mean like no one's trying no one's trying to get money out of each other or anything like that like i truly think that these two have something with each other but that's not always enough and they are going to be sad this relationship is not going to work out i don't think so which is a shame because like his family's clearly very much they they love her They're yeah, very they're nice like, with Nicole her. And Nicole is here. It was very sweet when she arrived. The family is so excited. All yeah. the kids were. But I also understood she was like, this is very overwhelming when you oh, just I got mean, off. Like, I, I'm someone who, <laughs> if I'm around like my, my close friends or people that I talk to very often, I'm very comfortable and I can hang out with them for ages. If I'm around people who I don't know as well or mm-hmm. and, and even they could still be family members or friends that I just don't talk to a lot. I need a reset after a while. I need to yeah. like sit down and disconnect because I feel like I'm not being my free laid back self. I'm still like, I'm still a little bit different. And that takes a yeah. lot for me to be that little bit different. So I fully under feel her there for sure. Um, and that's okay. I, like just know yourself and, yeah. and understand what you want out of life. And couples, please talk about this stuff. Like talk about what you want your life to look like. I, I just can't, understand how these conversations has, have never happened um and it's the most basic thing that we say about everything on this show but this one is especially tough because it's like these are very major like you know religion culture lifestyle like things that you know you you can't really like always negotiate on um and it just really it really seems like she gets she's there and she thinks like 
I'll just kind of wear him down. And he seems to be thinking the exact same thing about her where she's like, where he's like, well, hopefully like she'll just realize that she has to kind of do this. If that's what, if she's going to be with me, they're both kind of just like waiting for the other person to wear down. And I just really think that's a terrible way to go about something. It's a terrible way to go about it. It's a terrible way to go about it. And then also have it be televised. It's a terrible, oh, this whole yeah. thing is a train wreck just happening before our eyes. And this is the type of thing that I don't like seeing on mm -hmm. the show. And which is why I don't like happily ever after that much is because that's six couples that are doing this. This is yeah. one couple out of the six, but every time I see them, I'm like, Oh, oh God. Yeah. And you know, next time on Mahmoud's trying to knock on the door. Nicole's not responding. Nicole's already she's, homesick and she's, she's she crying. She yeah. looks like she's a, like losing her completely so, oh yeah it's, it's tough to watch it's not yeah. even fun you know what i mean like no, this kind not, of stuff is no just like part. i can't even laugh at it like at we didn't see um danielle and johan uh, this week but and they're they're a disaster as well but like but you at can least dunk like there there's dunk yeah like their interactions are like kind of funny where you can kind of be like oh my gosh um this is just really hard to watch because it just it's yeah, it's just very sad and very unfortunate. And both, I think both of them are just really going about this the wrong way. Yeah. So. Well, unfortunately, that's still going to be covered. We still have more of them to see. <laughs> but Jenny, that does mean on the plus side for you, you don't have to talk about them anymore because this is the end of the episode. But we love what having you What if I want to come here. back? Wait, no, you are I... more than welcome to. You're Like I said, I will... you just throw out the bat signal. I will <laughs> okay. always, always respond immediately. And I'm pretty much certain we'll have you back on this season. There's enough the other stuff that moments. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can handle the Mahmoud and Nicole uh to, as long to as get, get some the rest of the of other them. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Isabella and Gay better make it. That's all I, that's all I'm banking on at this if point. If they don't make it, I will lose your number for this season. How about that? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> all right I'm, I'm gonna keep up. Don't worry. <laughs> this is nice because it's like I I'm I'm in on the ground floor for once, you know? Yeah. That I like. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for coming through today. We really do appreciate it. Let the people know where can they find you and what else you have going on. You can find me on social media at Jenny Autumn, where I will tweet anything that I have going on. As Puya mentioned, uh, Rob and I are just about to finish up our Special Forces colon World's Toughest Test coverage. Uh, the finale is coming up and we are going to recap that. And then right with no break we're jumping into farmer once a wife uh whether that will continue through the whole season we will see but uh keep an eye out for that and the premiere i think is uh march 8th so that'll be coming out sometime next week and in the meantime yeah just doing my thing and living life and i appreciate any opportunity i get to come talk to you Puya, about anything literally like it's it's always a joy to get to podcast with my great friends. So um, I will I will talk about ninety day people even <laughs> when they make me crazy. So I I was really glad that we got to do this. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you too, Jenny. Thank you so much for coming on again. Appreciate it. Looking forward to Farmer Once a Wife. Should be a banger. <laughs> It'll be better than Special Forces. I have to. I feel like it. There's there's no the way. The bar is be. in hell. So yeah, the bar is. Real I feel deep. good about it too. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So y'all can find me on Twitter at Puya. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. By the way, feel free if you agree or disagree with some of these takes. I would love to hear why on Twitter. So definitely add us. Well, would appreciate seeing that. 
Um, always Where are the Nicole stands at? <laughs> yeah, if you're a Nicole and you're like, Puya, you're out of line, let me know. I would like to know. I would like to know. Maybe, maybe I, I change my tune. Face. Yeah. It, Chappelle, if you're listening, uh, let me know if you think Nicole is a four. I think Ooh, she's a four. There we go. This is a good test to see if Chappelle's been listening. It, yeah, I, love I know. That right? Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> it's like he um, just he did his episode. He's out. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Chappelle, me and him did just record our first episode of season two of Bel Air. Bel Air's come back. We just covered episode one. We'll be talking about episode two, episode three, all the season coming through over on Post Your Recaps. You can check that out. Mass Singer is also back. We've done two episodes so far with Liana and I. We've had a good time. So far, so good this season. Feeling positive. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but we go from positive to negative. And from negative to I distract all my opponents for the Survivor <laughs> RHAP draft that we did this week. So you can check that out. That's already been done. Incredible. I feel pretty yeah. good about my team. I think they should all be scared. And I'm excited to see where this season takes us. So that's all the podcast stuff I've got going on. If you would like to leave a rating or review for this podcast, you can go over to Rob's website.com slash 90 day fiance. That's the number nine, number zero day fiance. But that means we've arrived at our destination here on the Hot Mess Express. I hope you've had a good time with us. I hope you enjoy yourselves. Take care. Have a good one. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.